Welcome to the Magic of Compassion. I'm Little Wu, and today I want to talk about something that some people might find sad, scary, or even taboo, and that is preparing your will. Oh, how morbid. Oh, I don't need to think about that yet. That's far in the future. That's going to bring bad luck. That's going to make people really upset. I don't want to talk about it. These are some reasons why we resist, procrastinate, or just plain don't deal with it. But death is something that we must all face at some point. And the best time to really contemplate what your wishes are, are when you have your full capacity, full faculties, and no urgency. Think of it as having the quiet courage to do something that is an act of love and generosity, not only for yourself, but for other loved ones in the future who might have to step in and help you with matters when you're not able to help yourself or after you've passed. Disclaimer! I want to share these resources in the spirit of helping and maybe even inspiring you to be less afraid of this topic, but it's not meant as medical, legal, or financial advice. Following any of the suggestions here are done at your own risk and discretion. I encourage you to do the research and the due diligence to understand your own situation, your own needs, and the laws within your state or province and country. We're going to talk about this in three layers. The first plan is your healthcare plan, and this is sometimes called a living will or a representation agreement. And this is very important to have because it's in, in place while you're still alive but not able to maybe communicate or make decisions. And this can be temporary or permanent. And so a living will allows someone else to step in to help make decisions on your behalf. This document lays out your physical, emotional, and spiritual needs so that someone else will understand how to help you. Physical needs can range from life-sustaining treatments, medical treatments, or just daily personal care, where you would like to be cared for, and when to stop or start life-sustaining treatments. Those are some things you want to consider. Creating this living will or representation agreement, you're going to start with a conversation with yourself and your family members to look at these ideas, look at your wishes. The second thing is to write it all down. Your lawyer or notary public will help you lay it out in proper legal terms. But use your own wording to describe what you want. The third step is to appoint someone legally as your health advocate or guardian in your living will or representation agreement. There's someone you trust that understands with compassion what you want and is willing to honor those wishes as best as they can, knowing what they know about you and what you've laid out in the living will or representation agreement. The second plan is your financial plan. And this is when you appoint a power of attorney or enduring power of attorney, someone that you trust to manage your legal and financial affairs. This is really important to have even while you're living because for any reason, if you're unable to communicate or make those decisions, or even if you're just out of town but have something really important to do around your banking, um, financial, legal affairs, this person can step in and, and act on your behalf. And the power of attorney is not an attorney, it's someone who has the ability to act on your behalf in your legal and financial affairs. So they can often be a spouse, uh, a, a friend that you trust, another family member, um, or even your adult children. The last plan is your will, and this is a legal document created by a lawyer or notary public that represents your wishes around what to do upon your passing with your body and with your estate. And this is where you would lay out all the beneficiaries, including charities, specific people, what debts need to be paid off first, and then what's to be done with your assets. 
who will receive what based on your wishes. This is also where you can describe what you would like done with your body. Would you like a certain type of burial? Would you like cremation? There are equal friendly options available now where you can use a mushroom suit to return your body into the earth and become one again. Or you can try a tree pod burial where your body is buried underneath a tree that's planted and as you dissolve into the earth, you, you give nutrients to the tree. So you're feeding the earth. In addition to doing your health care plan, your financial plan, and your will, there's one more little thing you can do to help those in the future, and that is the art of decluttering. It's been made popular by people like Marie Kondo and the Kamari method that she developed of decluttering, or the popular practice of Swedish death cleaning, which is decluttering your life so that your future loved ones do not have to deal with what you leave behind. So taking the time to do these three plans and even to start decluttering is an act of great generosity and an act of love. Do not go gentle into that good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light, said Dylan Thomas. But since we must each go into that good night, then I say, take the time to help those in the future from your present self. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're curious about my one-on-one -on -one sessions, workshops, or online classes, visit littlewood.org.